our family. Okay with that. I brought it back. No, I'm pretty sure we retired that. Oh, well, honey, we're back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, the podcast that makes you go, hmm. We are back for another week, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. doing the most. We want to remind everyone that if you like to do the most, there is something happening this Saturday at Gold Bar. It is in celebration of Ray's retirement of youth. Oh, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) You tried it. It is his birthday party at Gold Bar. It starts at 9 p.m. Stas, the boss, will be on the ones and twos. And the liquor will be be flowing and i'm sure you might see ray retire his um knees because he is not megan the stallion he is megan the donkey listen i already told you i am megan the stallion the night of oh but then i'm pretty sure in the morning i'm cicely tyson but (laughs) that's fine it's fine it's It's okay you're a blessed and then i have a few days to recover and and we do it all over. one loves calcium (laughs) here we are (laughs) but anyway what he means is please come out and celebrate me and my birthday on saturday so we hope to see you there free to get in but this week yes we have another guest we sure do i'll let you introduce the guest and this week's guest we discovered this artiste <laughs> if you will a few years ago back at pride and we were walk- we were stumbling through some sort of seattle center moment and looked up and there was a group of individuals just giving us entire uh, the entire life yes. of everything we needed <laughs> and we discovered that this individual here today is head honcho if you will of such so ron hey welcome to he said he said yes claps thank you yes claps the crowd is ready (laughs) okay i've been ready to come and talk to y'all we have been ready we are so excited to have you and we know all about you but tell our guests our guests our listeners just a little bit about who you are and where they could fall in love with you like we did Yeah, um, so I am Ron Gatsby, the artistic director of the Purple Lemonade Collective. Yes, Um, snaps. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. Give me all the snaps for that one. Yes. And we are just a group of black and brown people that are just trying to create fly shit together. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just a bunch of artists that have decided to, hey, we're going to work together. We're going to create fly shit together. And we are going to support one another as we do that. So... Um, as y'all mentioned, I'm yeah. one of the head honchos. The okay. other yes. head honcho was Puck. We we a team. You know, yes. the one that's okay. Twins. Yes. Um, but yeah, and uh, you know, come check me out. I yes. I dance, I rap, I sing, I write, I, I do I a lot love of things. everything. Art and, the an artiste. An artiste. Mm. And you're sensitive about your shit. I'm very sensitive about it. You know, me and Tiana Taylor have beef because she has my career right now. Ooh, so. Come on. I'm not work that pussy. Work Yo, that pussy. Look. <laughs> yes. She's ready. She's ready. Too funny, <laughs> but yeah, I so I just learned something because I knew you for the dance. But yes, come through, you know, quadruple, quintuple, whatever, sex tuple, threat, sex tuple, do that, honey, yeah, sex tuple. Oh. You got to check. I got a talent. I mean, yes. and that's what we come have on. today. Look, come on, run it. You got to check. I got the talent. That is gold. I'm over here trying to find the check, okay, <laughs> to give you talent. Ow. Now, see, I'm on some shit that's where. Look, I will create the check. I don't care if you yes. ain't hiring. I make it. Okay. Yes. Well, I love that. I love that. Speaking of love it, yeah. we got to get into love it or shade it because I feel like there'll be a very diverse group of love it or shades it okay. shades this week. So Are you I'll let you go first. I'm gonna let you go first, right? Because I went first last week. Yeah. So I went back and forth on this this week. So um, there were a couple different things, and then there were like there was a topic we had, and I was like, oh, I could do my love it or shade it on that. But okay, so I landed on um, HBO's new series. 
um, Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had he- been hearing things about it. Um, you know, I'm not a huge comic book person, but um, because it was going to be on HBO, because Regina King and Regina is King like, is that's the, one of Regina. the stars. I mean, that's Auntie. I was like, okay, so I at least have to record this. So uh, we had been recording this for weeks, and we finally mm-hmm. just watched the first episode this yeah. week. And when I tell you that I am already hooked. This is, it's crazy. So yeah, what really hooked me on this series is how it started Mm -hmm. because they actually do, um, they, the, the beginning of it is, um, actually a depiction of the 1921 Tulsa race riots, also Um, known as like the black wall street. Yeah. When Mm -hmm. you hear these terms, like, and it basically, it started because a black man was accused of raping a white woman and it turned into this this whole mm. thing where now they're saying between one and 200 black people were killed Jeez. and even more people ended up in the hospital. But that's what hooked me with the series because yeah. I was like, okay, so it's a, we're doing a racial thing. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely leans Watchmen. into race. Totally. Race relations. Totally. Um, police. Yes. Um, yes. So exactly. it, it's, I think it's, I mean, I felt, I'm, in full disclosure, I was you tired as fuck on mm-hmm. Friday you and did. the bitch <laughs> had me on the sofa mm-hmm. and I fell a fuck to sleep that's and I wasn't even high. So that's <laughs> I know I was tired, but go ahead. Yeah, so not to you know go on and on on about it, but that is my love. It. I'm eager to see where they take this series. Um, the one guy, wait, let me get his name. Mm, the one who on. was from um, from Black Mirror. Um, oh, Yaya. So his name like, is Yaya his Abdul name? Mateen the second. Come on, Yaya, Yaya, Yaya. Yeah, yeah. Yes, mm. and he's the one who was in the um, Black Mirror episode with Anthony Mackie, where they were, they had a, they had a bromance going on. I like on. Yaya. Yeah, yes. we here for Yaya very yes. much so. through video game. Mm-hmm. But he is actually he plays um, Regina King's husband. Um, and I think he's actually central to the plot, which happens later. We haven't mm-hmm. gotten there yet, but that's my love it this week. I'd say go out, yes. watch it. Okay, it's growing in an audience, and I love that there are like black leads in this show. Yes. as well. So. Yeah, Regina King is is gold. She is everything. Regina King is everything. everything. But goals. I do gotta say, though, she always got checks. The Watchmen, though, you gotta really be prepared because, like, when you see the advertisement for it, like, you really don't understand you what don't. it is. You, you think don't. it's gonna be yeah. on like some, you know, like heroes type of shit, right? So, like, me and my man threw it on the other night because we thought that we was going to watch it and, you know, Kiki. Right. Mm-hmm. We watched that first episode and was like, yeah, it's oh, heavy. No. Yeah. Like, it's, it's heavy. It's, it's, it is heavy. <laughs> I'm feeling a little way. <laughs> Come good. on. It's good. Come on. My yeah. love it, though, is really not as, I guess, well, maybe it is. I'm going to okay. let the listeners know. Yeah. So, my love it is to the Mariah motherfucking Carrie. So, Mariah Carey, I'm living for Queen her. Queen of Christmas. Queen of Christmas. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just want to say that that is a title in which she should be given, celebrated, and mm-hmm. not argued. So, I know that the Swifters like to be out here thinking oh, that please. Taylor Swift is in these streets, Ooh, the Queen of what? Christmas. <laughs> just because she released one song called um, The Christmas Tree Debt or some shit. I don't know. I never heard it. <laughs> I don't even know. It just came out on Friday. So Taylor Swift is trash, and uh, Mariah Carey is in these streets checking every single list, (laughs) naughty or nice. She has an Amazon movie coming out. She re-released this motherfucking album. She is. I foresee the song going number one this holiday season. I see it, and if it does, that would be her eighteenth number one. That would be her nineteenth. Oh well, a nineteenth. And how many years have she gone number one with this song? Honey (laughs) is getting a check 
every time the sleigh bells okay. ring. It, had, it hasn't gone number one on the Hot 100 yet, so that will be It'll a be the record first time. for Christmas, for a Christmas song, and it also will be a record for her because she already has 18 number ones, which is a record. Also, she has a and tour, she and she just announced a pop-up in New York City about Christmas. I just want to say, you know, I have not catched the Christmas bug. I'm not in the holiday spirit. Bitch, I catch, caught, whatever you want to do. Listen, the liquor, I finished my first drink before we even got the unfiltered unbothered, so you know it's a good episode. I just want to celebrate Mariah Carey because she's in these streets, you know, catching these legendary checks yes, and letting is. you know that Eminem ain't nothing but a motherfucking uh, snack at uh, Rite Aid. No, mm. stop it. And that's that on that. Thank you for this TED Talk. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here all night. <laughs> yes. And with that, Ron, do you have a love it or shade it this week? Oh, I do have a love it, honey. Oh, come on. Yes, we're My ready. love it is coming courtesy because you know I'm an old ratchet bitch. I mean, period. Okay. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it. Oh, that mm. might be a whole mom, a whole mood. An old ratchet bitch. Come mm. on. What, what is it, boo? Uh, so my love it is for the city girls. You tried it. Okay? Yes. Uh, okay. So, you know, I was eagerly awaiting JT because let's not play. Because she came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Miami, you can't write really like that. And if you hear this podcast, girl, don't be mad. We love you. But still. <laughs> yes. But, you know, I was ready for JT to come back. And um, I feel like with this record, they came back and they came hard. They came yeah. with like that mixtape city girls yes. vibe. Like, this sounds like. The first album. A little like, hungrier. Yeah. A little hungrier. Mm-hmm. A little bit more. Because she said, listen, I'm out of jail. <laughs> Look. And, and she said, thing. I get out of jail. <laughs> this Monopoly, bitch. Reestablishment. <laughs> Look, and you know when the people come out of jail, you know, the people in them get a little more coin when they yeah, come out yeah. of jail. They do. Yes. Um, Remy Ma. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank well, you. did it work for her, though? You know what? She's blessed, booked, and busy. I don't know about the second and third part of that. I she's definitely booked. think she's blessed. <laughs> she might be hosting parties in the club, but she's and cashing she's, a is check. She on, is she on Joe Budden's podcast or does she just guest on No, she's on, on, I think she guests on a show that's on um, Revolt. Yeah. Oh, it's a different thing. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. praise Mona Scott for everything yeah. that Boom. she does to give to yes. charity. So. <laughs> Not the charity. But uh, that's, yeah, that's my love it, honey. I love you that because, you know, at City Girls, I would say, and I said this before in the pod, if, if there was no Trina, there'd be no City Girls. Facts. So mm-hmm. I just want to celebrate City Girls, but also acknowledge the the muscle in which Trina has built for mm-hmm. Miami and also female rap yeah. of that but genre. But even if we're gonna give it to Trina, I mean, let's also just like say like Miami rap, especially for the mm. for the women. I feel like the women from Miami really put on even harder than some of the dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, don't forget, we got Trina, we got Jackie O, we yes, got Kaya. Ja- yes. Say what you will, we yes. still singing my neck, my back. We, oh my we gosh. are here. Even though Kaya wait, is did a little you messy. see Kaya when she was here a few years ago at Pride? At, she was at Ooh, uh, it was like five years at the at the Rose Garden at the Rose Garden. The Rose Garden. Yeah. You were we saw. <laughs> we did it was cute she was wearing like mother say mother say yes clothes i'll google what that means so as we move wow. in Make to unfiltered unbothered not mother already, say yes this, how, how about father say no okay. that is really what and, she was giving me okay please which moves us into our first topic in Ooh, uh, come on this is a whole mm. so i'm so glad um that we decided not to talk about ti being on the red table me talk too. until Part two of the series, if you want to call it that, actually Mm -hmm. um, was released. So what I did was because I didn't actually watch part one Mm -hmm. after it came out. You paused. So I waited until part two came out, and then I watched both parts. Back to back in your office. Oh, girl. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to let you get through this, because I got too many thoughts on T.I., his vernacular. Oh, jeez. Oh, Child. And what so, he's trying to do. So yeah, he chair, immediately, 
goes into this, oh, I thought Will was going to be at the table. No, bitch, did you not watch? That's what I thought. Like This Jada show. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> he's never, well, I mean, he's very infrequently He's been on the, the show, like, probably in the year plus. When it makes on, sense. Like, two times. They yeah. have him on there when it makes sense. So, a couple of things for me. He, initially, he refers to And this to was this. the episode specifically around what he called Hyman Gate. Yeah, so, no, but I'm glad that you said that, because part one is about um, Hyman Gate. That's a term in which he yes, trying to coin. Yes, and then part two is actually about T.I. and Tiny's relationship. Yes. So, he says this Hyman Gate thing, which I like. I was, like, cringe. Uh. And he's, like, kind of joking, and I'm like, uh, but okay. But he, no, he was serious. But he makes it a point to say, among other things, that he wasn't in the exam room. As if that mattered. With his daughter. <laughs> yeah, that Period. wasn't our argument. The argument was that you were having this done, not he, that you were in the He also okay. makes it a point to say that um, this actually has not happened since she turned 18. So that, that also wasn't the argument. So the argument the, was that you did this. At any point that you <laughs> right. removed agency from this okay. young woman's right. body. So we're just, right. just going to celebrate in which what you said you didn't do, t- tip, yes. and let you know that the whole shaft is wrong, it's not wrong. just the tip. No, not okay. Just the tip. Come on. Bitch. I okay, can't. I just caught uh, it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he apologizes to his daughter, Deja is her name, for talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, As he should. But he doesn't apologize for actually engaging in this type of uh, You know, apologies behavior. are a very interesting thing. And Ray and I have had a lot of conversations about apologies mm-hmm. off mic. Mm-hmm. And apologies are not for you. Apologies and a celebrated apology is for someone else. And I yes. think that he, his apology felt like it was... I'm sorry I did that. Then you know, I'm sorry I did that, and then it just stopped there. It didn't like he. It, if, I always say follow the finger when you're apologizing, mm-hmm. and I felt like he just didn't follow the finger. And it was like when he did get back to himself, it was about how great he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I was mean, very pretty, much. Oh, go oh no, go ahead. So go it ahead. was very much a non-apology, right? Mm. Because when you apologize to somebody, yeah. it's really like, I mean, at least I've thought. You have to uh, acknowledge wrongdoing, mm-hmm. acknowledge your part in wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Offer that person, whether or not they choose to accept what it is, you know, that you're being apologetic for Mm -hmm. and sincerely be cognizant of why you're apologizing. Right. T.I. didn't induce that. No, this felt very much like a black Twitter is mad at me. Y'all finna come for me. Let me just get this out the way. I mean, even I believe him and his daughter are estranged still at the moment. She unfollowed him. She's not either one of them unfollowed him on social medias i think that his apology to ron's point is it felt like it was twitter telling he should apologize very not that that he should apologize like he felt he should rather than him feeling like he actually did something wrong yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think he thinks he's done anything wrong i I also don't know why tiny was there during part one. Oh, because that was for the look. It was. Because I felt as 100%. though, I felt yeah. as though who should have been there was the mother of, of his daughter. Oh, well, she knows she wasn't going to be there. And then she doesn't want to be the celebrity. She doesn't want to so be I just feel like, T.I., the first part for me felt like it was a P, it was a PR play. Mm-hmm. It felt like, let's close the loop. Very that. Of something that's in the headlines. Right. I want to acknowledge the wrong and I want to move on. And but, I'm but sorry, no, Tiny wrong as hell for even being there. I agree. But I wouldn't say he was really acknowledging the wrong. Because mm-hmm. I never got an acknowledgement of, yeah. of, of any type of a sense of wrongdoing on his part. That. Because there was a lot of him saying, well, as a father, it's my job to 
um, protect the sanctity of my daughter and her virginity. But and that which, was when Jada was kind of like, well, would but, you do the same thing for your son? Is right. That, and she's mm-hmm. like, but no, but why do you feel like you need to protect your daughter's sanctity? Mm-hmm. Like, and then I think what's, what's the I grandmother? Mean, she's not a new pair of sneakers. The grandmother. Oh, and she's kind of chiming in. Oh, uh, like, Grammy. I like you. Grammy, to, I love Grammy. You have to expect that these like that kids at this age are going to experiment with things like this. Yeah. So why do you feel like you need to be a gatekeeper for your daughter's virginity, but not for your son's virginity? I, one thing that I can say that I really wish about the part one and part two that I think was missing was Willow. Because I yes. feel like Willow would have really read him to filth. She would have. And because I'm, she's of the age of his daughter. Yeah. Relatively. And did y'all actually wonder, because I don't know about you, but looking at part one, I actually wondered, was Willow not there? Intentionally? Intentionally. That's mm. because... Did you hear what? Because Jada made a because he said something about Willow. I think he was the one who brought Willow up. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought Willow up, and she literally she said something to the effect of you basically like you're lucky she's not here. Yeah, because she was gonna get in that ass. <laughs> exactly period. done. Exactly. I picked up on that where I was like, oh, yeah. and then because you and Jay and I were talking about it, and I was like, oh, and then I think you mentioned that she might be on tour. Or she yeah, was she was on, she's on tour yeah. um, currently, and I think they just announced a joint tour. Her and her brother. So they're doing things. However, comma, part one to me just I think ultimately was Jada leaning in to a hot topic just like she did with Jordan Woods. Mm-hmm. And which was it's intentional, right? She's a she's a talk show. That's she needs to be doing, of the moment yeah. and right. she's doing it. No, she's doing However, a great job I felt that. I feel as though that TI's you know, um, role in this, it just felt um, short-sighted. It felt very... Um, he missed an opportunity to, even if he didn't necessarily understand what he did wrong, mm. to engage in dialogue with women there who would have really right. broken down to him. And even mm. if he didn't understand what he did wrong, I would have liked him to get up there and say, this is what I think, and this is right. why I do this, because, you know, I care about my daughter. Because I, I, I'm not going to throw him out the window for caring about his daughter. Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. what he's trying to do. But it would have been an opportunity for him to say it, it's a teaching moment that was missed. Right. Absolutely. You know, totally. And part two was the one that I feel like I unpacked <laughs> a lot about. Wait, T. no, but character. the one thing we have to get to, which vernacular, I love that you use that word because he then basically said that he didn't know what patriarchy. Oh, meant. yes. Which is strong. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Two Dollar Word doesn't know what patriarch. Apparently, he or- thought patriarch that was a three dollar word, and you know he only does. He $2. only had two seventy five. Apparently, that, and that just gives me because I've always felt with him that I'm like I don't, this I whole don't, like I'm so verbose, I'm so you know educated, I'm using all these big words has always felt kind of like a put on to me. It's very much borrowed clothes. Exactly, with him. and like, it's come not. On. And and the emperor has no clothes. I feel like with oh, that with him, come on. it's just kind of like. Um, I don't know that you're as smart as you think you to be. are. <laughs> well, part sorry, two, so part two, part two was clear to me that the relationship between Ti and Tiny um, is. Bitch, I, was I think that to I think that Ti is an example of someone going to therapy and not being open. And I think, and I say that because he said multiple times that he on part two that he go he went to therapy multiple times and just because you go to therapy doesn't mean you doesn't mean you're saved quote yes mm-hmm. it means that you are acknowledging right. a problem but if you're not willing and open to actually fix the problem you're always going to be the problem and this part two to me was it highlighted it put it in bold italics underline bitch headline sub headline all of it okay, that ti and tiny is a toxic marriage and tiny i i I feel as though that she has been um, 
minimize as a woman. Come on and say it. And minimize as a woman, as a creative, as I feel like she does not have a seat at the table at dinner. I feel like she is something, when I say that, I mean, not literally, but figuratively, like she's not making decisions that affect, affect the household. She's following the leader. D- very much that, but following a leader to... So I watched a little bit of part two and I could not. I just couldn't yeah, finish it because unfair. it was cringy to me. It was very cringeworthy. Because you look at her and you go, mm-hmm. wait a minute. You had a whole career mm-hmm. before we even very successful. I uh-huh. mean, you was writing, you know, pinning stuff for MC, Destiny's All Child, TLC. Yeah. You were a yes. multi-billionaire, multi-hyphenate mm-hmm. before we even knew who this man was. Right. Exactly. Quiet as it's kept, loud as the sung. Come you on. probably had a hand in getting this man even some recognition because mm-hmm. remember that first T.I. album didn't really hit the way it, it did, did until not. Urban Legend. It did not. So we really, it felt like we were looking at a man who all of a sudden who got his little shine up and forgot that this woman who was mm-hmm. really down for him, yeah. who really was riding with him, that she, T, uh, excuse me, Candy and Tiny is the same woman. They have the same <laughs> career, okay? Let's Boom. go. go the woman is smart. She's on her stuff. She yeah, is. She is. I was, mean, she's smart until she went overseas to get her eyes below. Okay, oh, now that's, that's topic number that seven. Is, that's <laughs> but it was sad. It was like watching somebody forget who mm-hmm. they were so that mm-hmm. they had the honor of being in this man's shadow. But that was kind of, the for me, the fascinating part of the conversation that um, actually that they had at that point when they started talking about their relationship because Jada chimed in a little bit and there's this whole idea of a successful woman um, you know getting with a man who is also successful and then this idea of there being a trade-off that that no. doesn't necessarily have to happen but that apparently a lot of, of women make where they're like, okay, well, I want my husband to be the provider for the family, so I am going to be the wife, and and I'm going to be at least to some degree subservient to my husband. Mm. And that's a part of it where I'm like, that feels like such an antiquated idea to me. Very that. Where I just, I feel like, and, you know, maybe easy for me to say as a gay man, because, you know, it's two men coming into a relationship, but I feel like, why do you have to be lesser than in order for your relationship to work. Let's not forget, Jay-Z's full name is Sean Knowles Carter. Okay, <laughs> look, if you understand that somebody in there is doing what they need to do, yes. y'all should be growing together. The only thing that I think, when you're in a marriage, right, and I feel as though whether it's cisgendered, straight, gay, whatever it is, if you went to the courthouse, signed them papers, you're in a marriage, the only thing you should be given is support. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who's paying the bills, who is taking the trash out? Who's washing the dishes? Who's taking the yeah. kid to the, to if you have kids, the walking the dog, whatever it may be. Like it, only thing you should give is support, and what that looks like is different for each relationship. And That's this true. interview allowed me, allowed all of us, I think, at the table and viewers to see that Ti feels like he should be served he mm-hmm. isn't serving yes. no for sure for sure and that's not cute to me and i feel i feel i feel as though that i'm a little disappointed in the red table because i feel as though that they were they were not um, what they should have been. And I think a lot of the reason why I said that is they're friends with them. I was about to say that. Yeah. So I wanted them to read him to filth. And they didn't. I and would they be didn't. interested, though, they to didn't. see a part three with Tiny by herself. Mm-hmm. And I want to see what that conversation is like. Because I even felt like even in the little bit that I watched it, 
you uh it was why well, he had was to trying stop. to cut her off yes yeah. like it almost he was like wait a minute my time yeah. wait my bitch you've been talking for a good three minutes i will right? give i will give um uh, jada credit um in that at some point she did shut that down mm-hmm. where she was like they're like both let of them talk. they're like let her talk like you know you've had your moment now like let her talk and you could just see like all over his face that he was totally disagreeing with what yes. she was saying but another interesting part of the conversation for me was that I think that a turning point for them in the marriage was when he went to prison mm-hmm. and he was away. Because I think that, Ron, to your point, that she then kind of rediscovered freedom. the her that she was before freedom. she met yes. him. That we'll, we'll call that freedom. And then freedom. when he came home, he came home to someone who was different. Mm -hmm. And he even said that it was difficult for him to adjust to that. And she even said what he wanted was someone who would listen to him Mm -hmm. and do what he wanted. So then he Mm -hmm. went out and he found that Mm. in someone else. And someone else. (laughs) And then when he got with that someone else, after he was with this person, she didn't say who it was or how long they were together. But that's when he then also, you know, I was reading between the lines, he realized the grass wasn't greener. And then he kept saying, like, well, my dad told me before he died that I should find somebody who I can share my life with. As opposed to we can both, like, both of us can go out and find In that fun statement somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But this is like, you need to find someone that you, and, and he kept also alluding to the fact that he feels like he's at a point where he doesn't want to start over with a new person. Like so he's right too now old we to just in it because it's convenient, and, and we that's feel like that. I took mm-hmm. from that. I felt like that was not what something you should have been, been saying. <laughs> no, Ti just know to wrap this story up because I feel like we got so many others oh to wrap gosh, this yes. story up. This T. was a good one, though. Ti to me is someone that thinks he's bigger than he is, figuratively and literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know, tiny, we are praying for you, and <laughs> yes. we hope that you don't want no scrubs because the scrub is a guy and the passion is a C. Okay, girl, and also. Mm-hmm. Blink if you are in danger. Okay. Uh, please. <laughs> also, Somebody check I love on the tiny. challenge where you put your thumb over her like nose below and she looked like Rihanna because low key she did. Low with, key. Her, with the new eyes. With the new eyes. <laughs> well, we have a little update. So we talked about um, um, Cap and having his workout. The you know Colin, if you don't know him, he yes. was you know not he he, he went just our listeners. You may know him as the person that kneeled. Well, he had um, his workout. Uh, he has not been contacted. No one has slid through his DMs, emailed, tweeted him, or of such. But wide receiver, which girl, that sounds like a man. That sounds like a um a, a grinder. That sounds like a grinder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, Jordan VZ signs with the Redskins. Um, and Cap, who hosted this re- workout that Jordan was at, did not get a call, but. Jordan mm. did. He's been free agent, free agent, if I can talk, free agent we know for a couple months um, after being released from the Buffalo Bills. Child, I don't know who they are, but they're a football team. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. Um, Colin has been free agent for three years, mm-hmm. um, and he still is receiving backlash for kneeling um, during the national anth- um, anthem in effort to protest pr- police brutality against black Americans. So mm-hmm. here we are, Colin, who apparently has become a scout by ha- inviting people <laughs> to a workout and then they get signed. It's money in that too. Shit, give me a fee. <laughs> so apparently, you know, it's an update because we were we were trying to figure out if Colin was going to get signed, if Jay-Z was a part of the orchestrating all of this, and all of that debate was out there. However, we he's still yet to be signed, and Jordan has. Yeah, I mean, the, what uh. I found intriguing about this is that... Um, 
While Jordan apparently does support Cap and his efforts, he also has admitted to the opportunistic nature of his involvement in this wow. particular endeavor because he literally came out and said that it actually helped him. And yeah. he said, that's one of the reasons I wanted to be a part of it, just being a part of the history of it. And I knew it was going to help me. And you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So here's the thing. Little known fact about me. I am actually a very avid football fan. I love like, it. Come on football. I love it. It is what that's I what do every Sunday. Yes. Had this podcast been at five o'clock, I would not be here. <laughs> yes. Come on. <laughs> I mean, so I, I get that. And I get the, sometimes you do need to be opportunistic and yes, have, you know, right. and have your moment. The thing I don't get about this whole thing that Cap did was why would you want to work for an organization mm-hmm. that you know does not value you, mm-hmm. that you know um, they have made it abundantly clear? Mm-hmm. And not just abundantly clear, honey, they have left no uh, no question about right. yes. where they no feel ambiguity about you. at all. No ambiguity. Um, so it's just really, I, I, I almost wonder at this point, and, and I hate to say it. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, I wonder what was his motivation for this? Mm-hmm. Was it that you just needed to be seen again? Mm-hmm. Was it that you needed to be in the public eye? Was it what did you need out of this? Because you went into something knowing yeah. that people wasn't here for you. I uh-huh. think there was only one team that even expressed a little bit of interest. And that was a couple of years back when mm-hmm. it first happened. You know, Seattle was yeah, looking was, at yeah. him. Yeah. And Pete Carroll was just like, he's a starter. I right. have a starter. So I don't see a place for him mm-hmm. here right. because I have a starter. Right. But any other team would be foolish not to pick this man right. up. Yeah. Because of the talent that's there. Because of the talent. So it's interesting that you say that because that was my point when we talked about this. I don't know if it was last it week was or the a, week before. Yeah, a couple weeks Where now. I said that I, at this point, am questioning if his goal is even to play again. And I don't it. think that that's his goal. I think that he's moved beyond that at this point. And he's got, then he into, needs to, then he needs to figure out what his role is and what he I wants think he's found of. his role. And I think his role is the activist piece. And I feel like he feels as if the more publicity that he can keep on himself mm-hmm. in terms of him not playing, the more that people will still have this conversation about what the kneeling was about originally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just don't know how sustainable that is at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shout out to to Jordan for getting signed. You know, it, you know, you only had you had unemployment check for thirty days, so that was cute. But also, was we really gonna mess with Cap if he would have went to a team called the Redskins? Oh my gosh! There you go. That would have been no good look. I can't. So that's a whole another whole another bag of marbles to chew on. That whole league. I just you know I like that you're a fan, but it's just it has the shades. It's, I just want to say it is slavery. That that are just so oh, like big oh facts. <laughs> I, you know, I will say this. I go up for it because each franchise is, is its own separate entity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went to a, a Seahawks game a little bit ago. And when you got there, you know, they're like, all right, we're going to do this salute to the flag. And we have this veteran come out. Mm-hmm. And and we're gonna all salute him. And I was really thinking to myself, "Oh shit, this about to be you know some bullshit." <laughs> yes. But this old man, you know, probably yes. nine hundred if a day, <laughs> comes out. He's with a cane, this little old dude, Aww. and he comes bless out. His heart. Bless his heart. And and I mean, Lord bless this man, <laughs> because he goes down and he like 
attempts to kneel. Mm. This old white man, he can't even get down to mm. the ground, but he attempts to kneel. Wow. And the entire stadium erupts in cheers wow. and shouts. And you hmm. feel this moment yeah. of, wait a minute. In my community, things might be just mm. a little bit different. Right. Where we stand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, on some degree, like, the league as a whole got some problems. Right. I go up for it because I know that for my team and in my city, mm -hmm. what we put up for, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. I need to support yeah. that. No. And if no, we're one you. of the few that are like, yeah. that's where we are, then I got to throw my energy towards yeah. that just that's a little fair. bit. Because like, otherwise, we are looking at legit slavery. <laughs> legit. Why you think it's no black team bitch. owners? It's just not cute. It's not yeah, cute. It's and I think that um, the just draft unpa is an unpack that. The draft is an auction. Unpack. It's no black owners. Boom. Uh, yeah. People get traded without consent. Right. What that sound Boom. like? Right. How that works? Well, I think that um, we'll move on to someone that actually is yeah. celebrating black culture. I, exactly. Ooh. So it's like, let's do the flip side of this where we have, you know, someone who is recognizing how... Um, um, you know, black talent has affected their career Come in on. a positive way. Come on. So Jim Carrey. So fun fact, I actually have been a Jim Carrey fan since before um, in Living Color because he's in a movie, which is an absolute fucking shit show. Wait, he was in a movie. He was in, in a movie Color? before in Living Color that was called Once Bitten. Mm. It is such a bad old movie. vampire movie. Yes. yes. And the fucking Sebastian is mm -hmm. actually like the first gay character I ever saw in a movie mm -hmm. where yeah, I was I like, I didn't that. know at the time because I wasn't even 10. Because yeah. it was in the 80s. But I knew that I was like him mm -hmm. without knowing mm. that That's I was gay. True. Yeah. Because he was essentially like kind of like her manservant. Mm -hmm. So so once bitten, not to go deep into it, but um, Lauren Hutton, she plays this like on, vampire. Lauren. It's the 80s. She's glamorous. But she also needs to feed on the, the blood of virgin men <laughs> in order to like stay youthful. Mm -hmm. So like that's the premise of the movie. And she ends up um, setting her sights on Jim Carrey's character yes. in the movie. Um, but I knew him from that. And then in Living Color happened. I was like, oh, I know that guy. So anyway, I say all that to say that Jim Carrey actually recently tweeted the following. Brilliant Black Minds gave me a shot in Hollywood when mm. none of the white guys thought I could connect or be a leading man. I got my first starring role, Ace Ventura, because of In Living Color. Hashtag forever grateful. So mm. it's so interesting because the way that I thought about this was how refreshing to see someone who has reached the upper echelons of success. Exactly. And one would argue even beyond the Waynes. Oh, like, he's definitely more and famous and more rich than mm -hmm. the Waynes ever will be, which is, that's a whole other whole conversation. Other, yeah. But let's not diminish them because them boys they, got some yes. money. No, no, no. money. They always not, got but checks. not only do they have money, but think of the things that they've done, the good work that they, they have put like, out there, yes. the art that they have been, been able to produce. The people they've been able to discover. Yes, and the yeah. people that they've been able to kind of put And on shout out to Kim because, you know, Kim is my favorite. But go Kim ahead. Wayans? Mm -hmm. She's my <laughs> favorite. God, bitch, no. In Living Color, Benita Betrayal. She is my favorite. She is my favorite. But so I gossip. so yeah. good, but I ain't want to gossip. <laughs> yes. Miss Jenkins, don't talk about my Miss Jenkins. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to I can't. But I think that it. we so often, especially um, 
now um i feel like it's become very fashionable to forget where you come from yes and this is whether you are a regular everyday person or whether you are a celebrity i just Mm -hmm. feel like people often will diminish their beginnings Mm -hmm. um and i mean like how many times have you seen someone who's famous now because they were on a reality show Mm -hmm. and then they trash the reality show Mm -hmm. or try to diminish the reality show because Mm -hmm. like oh well now you know i'm i got here just on my own like that was just a thing that i did yeah and it's so refreshing to see someone who's mm. as big as Jim Carrey be willing to say like, no, no like they gave me a chance when no one else did and it's like I feel like there almost is like a nod in there to like even though like I've become so much more successful than anyone if it wasn't thought, for them there'd be no me if it wasn't for them I would not be here and it mm. was completely unprompted yes mm-hmm. exactly nothing in the nothing's right. in the news about either of them that's very right. true yeah. there are yeah. no talks for uh, a reboot of the no, living color no, of any no. kind there's there was no reason. Oh yeah, there was no reason for him to, um, to give that love. Yeah, and absolutely. That's how not. you know it's and genuine. Exactly. I think what why this became such a headline is because he does have a movie coming out in December. Um, Sonic the, the Sonic Hedgehog movie, and he pay, plays. I can't believe the, he plays the villain. He plays the villain. Ooh, so like, I Can think you that believe that it's been. Robotic. Have you seen the picture? I saw the picture of the first Sonic that they tried to put out. Oh, no, yeah, not of they, Sonic, but of Jim Carrey no. playing the villain. Jim Carrey plays the villain. Yeah, yeah it's cute. So I think that that's why it become a, became a headline is because, you know, people are like, he's on this press tour, and he mm. didn't talk about this specifically with the press, but it was on his Twitter. Yeah. So people are like looking and watching and reading what he's saying. And, you know, Jim Carrey is a very expressive individual. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only is he celebrating... Um, Black culture and specifically the black minds in which he, the brilliant black minds in which he is crediting for In Living Color, he also is very expressive about his hate for Donald Trump. Oh, so yeah, he does. Mm. Like we Donald are Trump. here for someone that celebrates, you know, a, a community in which is that is being almost ignored and stolen from, but then also mm-hmm. um, celebrates the, and I say celebrate, it might be kind of controversial, celebrates. Uh, having someone in office that is trash because now we know what trash looks, smells, and acts mm, like. Yes. So he brings that up to light and says, "No, not now." No, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> so, <to> speaking <laughs> of no, not now. <laughs> speaking of no, not now. Jason Derulo, mm. oh, he decided to post his Photoshop. I mean, I'm sorry, his photo <laughs> on Instagram. Did you say Photoshop. Um, and I have some uh, thoughts. This thirst trap was real. He decided to post this picture, if you did not see, of him exiting a pool a la Holly Berry in, um, what's it called? And, and James Bond, whatever the hell uh-huh, she was there giving me. Yes. So <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> so Mr. Um, Jason Derulo, you know, I love and I celebrate a man nice. who has body. He has body. We, we mm-hmm. can celebrate such. I printed out the picture. I passed it around the table. However, comma... <laughs> I also want to acknowledge that this photo has been augmented in some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that your penis has. However, there has been some highlight, some low light, and some um, contour of some such. shadow. Yes. Some shadow. And, yes. But, but let's go back. So the reason that this is even a thing, because we mm. didn't talk about this when it originally happened, because no. it was kind of like, okay, whatever. We thought it would be a blip on the radar. But he posts this thirst trap picture um, with his penis... So, like, again, so I agree. He has an amazing body. And kudos to him because that takes work. Um, so, yes, I can appreciate that. But his penis, um, it it definitely looks as if he's at least semi-hard in this picture. 
So well, he, he did say he was family, semi. Family. But, but originally, when he posted it, he posted it, and then Instagram was like, "Oh no, girl, no! Like we're not doing this over here. No, because like you look like you've been playing with yourself, or like touching yeah. it, or or thinking nasty. I like I don't know what you were doing, but this you is were not what you're doing. Because the nigga standing straight like, exactly. in the shit. Okay, we and you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's in there, and like you can tell that this is not how he looks when he is not aroused. We so know what soft is, and big looks exactly. like. Exactly. Thank so, you. So this is why Instagram removed the, the post because they essentially are saying that sexual activity, which I guess the arousal of the penis is a sexual activity, yes. is not allowed on their platform. He then comes out and says, no, this is wrong. Like, you're discriminating against me Girl. because women show their asses and whatnot. So then that's where we, that's how we find ourselves. Mr. Derulo. <laughs> yes. Let, let me just this. say this. Mr. Derulo. <laughs> Fire your PR agent. Mm. No one is going to see cats. Period. Oh, yeah. Cat. Period. Oh, that's trash. Period. This is the timing of this. You want to get tongues oh, wagging. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about No one cats is, is about going to, come to see out. cats. Especially not the people who are looking at this. No. I just also want to say that <laughs> if this not is not, we're but not. I just want to let you know that, Jason, if this is you not hard, um, no one wants to be with you because no one wants to be in the emergency room <laughs> for their their insides exiting themselves. I don't want to go around looking like a cone head no going to the top of my head no because this man no ham, no cheese. Innards. That deli is closed. Prola- prolapse is not cute. Google and, it. No. <laughs> Listen, or and, do not. And I also just want to say that <laughs> you know. I think that this ultimately was for followers. This was a thirst trap. This yes. was you decided to post this. It was intentional. I agree. Whatever, whatever intention you Even were trying. Even this beef with Instagram. Yes, it's intentional. Yes, and it I don't. Very staged. I, you know, Jason. Again, you know, bless you. Can we uh, talk about the fact that he's the one who started this whole like anaconda? Girl, what did he say? He posted hashtag bring anaconda back and a hashtag nobody's following. I said, girl, this is not that is first of all, that's not anaconda. Listen, first of all, and for other bigger, all. more uh, important ones, please go see Big Sean's nudes that leaked. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen oh well, that, that, that oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, that's like Ray J kind of. Uh, like. Also, <laughs> Jason Derulo said that he does not want to be in a relationship. He thinks that he's no, in the time cares? of his life who where he wants that? to focus. This was a part of a discussion in which was had about the such post. Like, girl, who asked him that? Um, I think ultimately, at the end of the day, that we just need to acknowledge that Jason, this was um, this was an intentional post. Um and we see your intention. It was funny to me because he's like, first he was like, I was not aroused because TMZ caught him and they ran into him and they asked him because, you know, TMZ is messy as fuck. Messy. So they were like, were you aroused? Which is what, you know, I mean, I wasn't wondering. I knew already. I could tell. He, it, I, it's something. Exactly. So he says, I was not aroused. He laughs and then he says, that was the funny thing about it. I was literally coming out of the water. First of all, you're standing on the far end of an infinity pool in Bali. You weren't just coming out of the water. You staged this picture. You come out of the water in pose. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's first. And then he says, I was literally coming out of the water. I wouldn't say I was shriveled up because I definitely wasn't. I might have had a semi. Boo. You clearly had a semi. Who come out of the water with their jewelry on? Okay. See, look, Jason. I'm a detective type bitch. Okay. I'm not swimming with my jewelry on. Who come out the water with their chain? I just want to know how he got to that state. I mean, what were you I thinking about when I don't you were really out care. Of the water? Jason Derulo is, is not my cup of tea. You know, I feel like he is corn tea. And just because you got there tools doesn't mean you know him. how to use them. So, oh, this, oh, well, and oh, girl, you know what? On that note, I think it's time for us to take a break. Yes. You might <laughs> need to we, pray on it, bitch. We will come back with even more messiness in a moment. <laughs> 
Most of us would agree that the Battle of the Bulge can be a real bitch. So we've decided to partner with HitLab right here in West Seattle. That's high intensity interval training. It's the workout you've been looking for in a great location with a community feel and warmth some of the fruit inspired chains simply cannot offer. And if you're wondering where to find them, just find them on the internet at hitlab.com. That's H-I-I-T lab lab.com and if you're here in seattle guess what we got you an offer that is seven dollars for one week that's one dollar a day for unlimited classes for you new users that sounds like an awesome deal so we'd love to see you there so we're not the only one sweating out our blowouts in the interest of health and wellness (laughs) now let's get back into the show Go ahead, bitch. <laughs> uh, we were just being shady. Um, we are back, bitch. Blessed, <laughs> bountiful, booked, and back in this bitch. Yes. Okay, so we have this week, okay, because we do like to make sure that we do have some non-melanated topics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though both of which feel as though they borrow from the melanated. Oh, oh, we'll get into that. There. We will get into that. Mm. So both of the Justins, being Justin Timberlake, and Justin Bieber have recent controversies that we're going to get into. Okay, so we're starting then with JT, Justin Timberlake. No, I think most of the people who listen to the pod know that I am not a fan. He did Janet wrong. Period. He then flourished after he did Janet wrong. Hmm. And she is, you know, just now like, you know, trying to regain her icon status. The fact we've been saying that about you Janet know, isn't fucking that crazy? Jackson. It's isn't crazy. that crazy? <laughs> it is crazy. So you may have heard that Justin Timberlake was photographed. Holding in New Orleans, in New Orleans, with his um, co-star, and I, I want to get her name. I got her name. It's in what's her name? Because pretty she black in, lady. She's very pretty. Um, that is. It true. was pretty with his lady. co-star, <laughs> and her name is Alicia Wayne Wright. Yes. They were on a balcony. They were. Um, they were had an outing with their friends. They were filming a project in New Orleans. Who knows what this project is? I do. It's got a name. I don't care. And he talked about it um, because he doesn't want to like derail this Well, film. he also talked about how he was so drunk. Uh-huh. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. In his statement of which he said that um what well, he said he had a lapse of judgment. Well, honey, the hand was delicate. Mm. And of which your judgment was not lack, uh-uh. it was solid. I don't hmm. know what you're talking about, but the film is called Palmer. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's a how. drama. And not or only Apparently was- it is a drama, okay? <laughs> Even more drama than expected. But not only were they holding hands, but for anyone who actually took a look at this, she also had her hand on his, his inner knee. thigh. Oh, in his inner thigh. I oh. mean knee and inner thigh. Like her fingers were on the inside of his thigh because her oh. palm was on his knee. And this man is married. I don't know what her situation is, but clearly, um, his wife, Justin Timberlake's wife, what Jessica Biel, she didn't say a word. She mm-hmm. said, but she clearly got into his ass, bitch. Because listen, so Which what he be said a bad thing. in it his statement was a few weeks ago, I displayed a strong lapse in judgment. But let me be clear, nothing happened between me and my co-star. I drank way too much that night, and I regret my behavior. I should have known better. Mm-hmm. This is not the example I want to set for my son. I apologize to my amazing wife. Okay, Boom. so she got into that ass. Come on. And family 
for putting them through such an embarrassing situation. And I am focused on being the best husband and father I can be. This Come was on, Jessica. N- this was not that. I am incredibly proud to be working no. on Palmer. So now it's like damage control. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to continuing to make this movie and excited for people to see it. I don't care how drunk you are. You know hot sauce when it's hot sauce. So you know good and well that you put too much hot sauce in this bitch. And you should have just did some water. <laughs> Okay. Or some milk. I can't. Mm, this too much. Okay, this too much. Because ain't nobody touching my man's side. Listen. Oh, now Here's the thing. You know I'm a very modern type girl. Okay, yes. I'm a yes. very modern girl. Modernity, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And look, you know, some people have arrangements. It's that true. Is, it's that true. is true. But the only thing open is my legs for my man. Oh, I can't. Uh, mm. nah. Now see here, you know, you know, me and my man, we are open. So I okay. get it. That's good. So I always, I always like I, I celebrate that for you. Yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's not a plate in which I'm making. And it's not for everybody. It is not for everybody. It's not everyone's ministry. mm, It's not everyone's ministry. But I think the thing is, what we saw happen here (laughs) was like our open is. There are some rules around our open. Yes. Okay. I'm not finna be in the streets with nobody telling me I had sex with your man. Hello. Do the things that you do. On your don't own bring too. me nothing home. Mm-hmm. Period. Done. And I don't want to see it in the street. Don't be in the balcony yeah. touching the, somebody's leg. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass mm-hmm. me in the public. And mm-hmm. I think what we saw here was embarrassment. Jessica said embarrassment. <laughs> you got me out here looking foolish with you with these pictures of some shit that didn't happen. Jessica Bill said, yes. "I'm trying to become what's the, what's the white bitch that has goop." Gwen, Gwyneth, Gwyneth. Gwyneth. She said, "I'm trying to build a Gwen Paltrow, <laughs> and you over here giving me a whole desperate housewives yeah. moment. Don't yes. bring that narrative to my brand, <laughs> no. okay? Like, keep it cute, okay? no, ma'am, Look. no, because the last thing Jessica Bill was in was the first thing I didn't know. <laughs> Jack, so, I can't tell you what she did. I can't tell you what she. I didn't even know she was on Seventh Heaven. Okay, so I do know what she's doing. What's she doing? She does have a TV show right now. What's it I called? She? I, I Love After Lockout? No, I cannot tell you what it's called. 90 Days But Beyonce? it's on like one of the streaming services. So oh, that's not a TV show. That's a YouTube no, channel. No, no, it's on like a big streaming service. So I think it might be oh, on YouTube? Amazon or Hulu. It's. I think oh, it's on the one YouTube. we don't have. I think mm-hmm. it's on Hulu. Okay. So it's about the this town and everyone disappeared or some shit, and she's investigating it. Oh. But so, so like she's working. Okay. She's um, got work done. And too. apparently, according to sources, they are working on their marriage. Good for them, because you know. So, but you a, know, what? relationships and marriages are difficult. They are, and Ron makes a really good point because I never even thought about the fact that like maybe they have an arrangement mm-hmm. and maybe they have because she's been silent as a feather. She's been very sound, silent, and maybe it was just kind of like his lapse in judgment was having it be splashed across yeah. all the blogs, you know, for two to three weeks and her being embarrassed by it. Yeah. Um, but I the thing that I thought originally was, ooh, I'm like, are we seeing another like Brad Pitt, Angelina, no, that Jennifer situation. Aniston, no. like um Mr. and Mrs. Smith moment where this is the beginning of the end for a very famous couple and then now, you know, in six months to a year we're gonna see mm-hmm. um Justin Timberlake. I and- just don't think it's fair they bring this shit to New Orleans. Because New Orleans is one of my favorite cities in the United States. But so child, don't bring if that it's going to happen anywhere, where it's going to happen? <laughs> That's true. They on Bourbon the Street. They on Bourbon. <laughs> bourbon in them, honey. Yeah, uh, listen. You know what? And not. another Justin, other Justin is just as messy. Because I feel as though that, you know, Justin Timberlake's been saved in his marriage, of which mm-hmm. Jessica said, I'm going to write this press release, mm-hmm. comma, 
However, remind you of this prenuptial agreement that Hello. says I'm finna walk off with how many? Hello. All of his coins. Half the All coins. of his coins. Because listen, that's what's not gonna happen. How you now, get the man know is how you end with the man because so, baby that man. Mm, I'm you know, Justin Timberlake, you know, to me, you know, I feel as though Justin Timberlake, um, you know, I've I, in the in the recent years, I have discovered that Justin isn't really what he how he presents. I feel like there's something about him that just feels a little orchestrated, okay. and I feel like this might also. I I just you, you know didn't what? already I, feel I that way. That, I though. always felt I feel that as way though about that him. like you know I think he celebrates black culture. I think that and I love that like he celebrates, but I also think that he has. Um, he has won on the backs of. But at, at what point does celebration slip into appropriation? That's I do not. Well, then that goes he has to the next. Though, and that's <laughs> right. Quiet as his camp, loud as right. the sun. Oh, come on. Because when you are in a situation in which you watch a black woman get mm. thrown under Hello. the bus, mm. we By couldn't see nothing from Janet Hello. when that had happened. When nope. you watch that and you are so silent. Because 20 YO was the shit. Oh, yes, it was. Not just 20 I mean, YO. Demita, Demita Joe, Joe, Demita was, Joe was the shit. Demita yeah. Joe was the album that happened Very before true. Nipplegate and then was the most like um, if, adversely affected by Nipplegate. Yeah. Yes. And you gonna get on the TV and oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm. And do this punk mm-hmm. bitch shit and we all listen to you and you get a whole other Super Bowl no, and you didn't invite that lady to come down yep. you didn't give your respect you didn't do nothing mm-hmm. you let that yep. lady get thrown under the bus whole time the whole time you yep. out here with a black sound and a black look and Hello. A, yep. you you got cornrows in your head at one Hello. point and then when it stops being fashionable for you because let's not forget he did just have a whole ass album that bombed when he was trying to he give you sure some sort did. of man in the woods man type of, the of woods. situation nobody don't yes. give a fuck about a man in the woods no. bitch now you're trying to create scandal <laughs> with yet another black woman boom Yep. And here oh, we are. Wow. We don't even know that. what unpack that. Right? Okay. And wow. she she is she's cute too. She's but so you big. know what? The one thing I can say about this from a perspective of of dealing with her part mm-hmm. in all this, which we don't know what her part is. No one has from what Dogged I've her. seen, they're not dogging her, even though like she kinda she had her hand on him. But then you know point. what? You you know what? But she also is probably not married. Boom. And coming back though to the point of that's what makes me feel that it might yeah. be a little mm-hmm. bit a moment. A, a moment mm-hmm. that has been created now. Ooh, what's the movie? The same way we when Listen. we were seeing it about Jennifer and Listen. Brad, now we want to go see. Mm-hmm. When I read his statement and he ended by talking about the movie. To me, when you when you start a statement like this, that is all about you, your wife, your son, your family, and then you end it talking about the actual film, that negates what you previously said, in my opinion. This is uh, because a that's a completely separate thing that you could talk about. Yes, I'm whole I'm, time. I'm happy to be doing this film. You don't include that in a statement where you're apologizing to your family for some shit that some fuck shit that you've done. He missed but everything also... but the release date. Okay. <laughs> like, in theaters. He said Lincoln bio. Okay. <laughs> That's what he did. Speaking of Lincoln bio, Justin Bieber decided to do a Lincoln bio. I only think of cultural appropriation. So let's, Justin let's Bieber, there has been some resurfance, resurfance of his, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Resurgence. Resurgence. <laughs> I want to do it. Resurfacing both. Yes. Ways. Okay. Listen, we are HGTV <laughs> over here. Always a work in progress. Yeah. So, Justin Bieber decided to come out and say um, he started a anti-racism campaign, Mm -hmm. which was orchestrated by videos that decided to resurface of which him using um, derogatory words such Mm -hmm. as the N-word 
And yeah, so I have never been a believer. Mm. Um, Me either. Just like I've never been Aww. a Swifter, you know. <laughs> I think I might be the odd man out on this That's one. Fine. We like. And that. for me, I feel like this. I just want to remind people a few, <laughs> a few most recent um, discoveries of Mr. Justin. <laughs> so Justin, um, he loved God. He don't. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? He is <laughs> most recently saved. He is. Um, he also is trademarking <laughs> R and Bieber. Mm-hmm. No, he isn't. Yes, he yes. is. That's the album. And he is wait, also wait, having... Wait listen, a motherfucking babe, let's pack it up. Wait let's a pack it up. Wait, wait a minute. It's not done. The album of which will be an R&B album. Yes, it is. So this anti-racism... All albums are R&B albums. Well, that's oh, a whole other topic. This one is marketed as... So this whole, you know, resur- the resurfacing of these videos oh, is Jesus. damaging in which his marketing plan mm-hmm. to be an R&B album. So he needs the black listener yes, to listen to his album because let's just quiet as kept loud song. Like, mm, okay, amen. listen, is yes. that, you know, <laughs> pop radio is not playing R&B if it's not... If they if it's on by a white person, they are. Yeah. Yes. However, yeah. If it's in a order for him person, to be a crossover, when I say a crossover, it's the opposite of what you're thinking going on the R and B charts. Yes. He needs urban radio to embrace him. The and, way that we've done Ari mm-hmm. within so many. And movies. here we are, him celebrating and Justin Timberlake, black culture, mm-hmm. and in a which he now saying, "Well, wait, pause." And and let's just remind everyone, he's 25 years old, and the videos so that are young. coming out. Are when he it was ten years ago almost. Well, next I'm sorry, six years ago. So that means he was twenty. Um, he was old enough to take responsibility. No, the videos are from like, like fourteen, fifteen. No, I saw this video. The in my research, what it video said did you see? that he was altering the lyrics of a twenty two thousand nine hit song. One less lonely. One less. That was when girl. he was fourteen. That was. Um, his Wikipedia said he's twenty five. <laughs> so is that a lie? Oh, no, that's a so good I point. think no, because it did. That is a good Let's point. Let's do some math. Because you were right, though. It had happened, mm-hmm. and then it did come back out mm-hmm. like some years after it had happened. Right. Like, and it 2014 was, was when it really hit the fan. Yeah. Where it was like no one knew until 2014 when they saw that the video. So then, okay, so then 2009 was 10 years ago. So yeah. he would have been 15. 2014 was six years ago when the video came out. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. catching the math. So he was down. young. He was a teenager. He still had that fucking stupid haircut. <laughs> Honey, the bangs. In the video. He yes, still was giving us Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> tease, the L word moment. Go ahead. Oh, but ultimately, ultimately at the end of the day, I just feel like Justin is a whole ass mess. Yes. And I ultimately feel that his decision to make... So let's just recap the video. Yes. So let's recap. I think that's I'm, a good place to start. So there was two videos. One video in which Page Six said that he um, he used this opportunity to revisit the word, the song, One Less Lonely Girl. Yes. To One Less Lonely N-Word. Uh-huh. And he jokingly joined about joining the KKK. Yes. And like killing, if I killed... Uh, not okay yeah exactly so like if i killed this n-word then there'd be one less lonely n-word that's and, a context and also justin realized it was wrong and went to his good good girlfriend usher and will smith and decided to say educate me so now they're saying that this education of which is happening page six is reporting that usher off mic we ryan myself and ray talked about this mm-hmm. about how usher kind of was his protecting his investment right. thank you and damage control <laughs> yes. thank you so here we are so yeah so you mentioned the first 
incident that I saw, which is the one there where he video? reworks oh, the, yeah, the, video the words the to mm-hmm. one less lonely girl to one less lonely inward. And if I kill an inward, then there'll be one less lonely inward. And then the other video, which they're reporting was, I guess, like a year or so later, because mm-hmm. the first video was 14. And when he was 15, he told the joke, which we watched off yeah. mic, um, where, you know, it, it's a derogatory joke that has a punchline that includes the inward. Mm-hmm. So, the thing that's crazy about this for me, because there are lots of racists out here. There mm-hmm. are famous people who are racist and we will never know but, because they will never actually come out and say anything racist, like on the record or on video. But they'll cash them checks. This is a same, This is very adjacent to Justin Timberlake in the sense of this is someone who has made their bones on what I would say is cultural appropriation because he has been singing R&B music since the beginning of his career. I thought he was Mariah Carey on his first Hello. single. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> He's been, he did remakes of black people's music yeah. on YouTube, which is what caught the eye of Scooter Braun. Mm-hmm. And then Scooter Braun then brings him to Usher and then we get him signed and Usher is his mentor. So it's like when this was all going on, he was being mentored by a black person who is like a superstar in the industry. Mm-hmm. So then my thing is, I get it. He was a kid, 14, 15. You're young. You're, you know, you're, I won't say your brain is still forming, but like your thoughts and but ideas about the world are yeah. still forming. So like, I get that part of it, but it's like this, there's this, this nefarious and insidious mm. duality mm. that's happening mm. that I would want people to really think about where he is espousing these ideas on video, he looks into the camera, he laughs, he smiles like he thinks it's funny. But then you're also in an industry where you know that you have sung Neo songs and Usher songs and you've done all these things off of the backs of these black Boom. artists. And I'm just like... So one thing, though, and oh, I hate that I'm even going to be devil's advocate for this. Yeah, that, no, that's fine. We like devil's advocate. <laughs> because we have to understand... This is not a person who grew up in the United States. He yeah. is Canadian. That he is, is true. Canadian and Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon, I honey, can. honey. <laughs> yes. But um, there are a lot of things that for us resonate culturally because of how we've grown up. So nigga is not really a word that they look at, yeah. you know, over there in that they don't understand. And I won't say they don't understand, but I, I do I don't want to diminish it, but it's kind of like this thing of it is not hold the same weight as it mm. does here mm-hmm. as it might in another country because they don't understand necessarily all of the history behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be lying right now if I said I didn't do a nail shop lady accent, you know, at some <laughs> point mm-hmm. in time. True. You know what I mean? And, right. and and when we grow, we start to and the more we become exposed to things, we realize, yes, we realize that ain't it. And you're talking about somebody who maybe they heard this word in passing. Maybe they heard this word, you know, in somebody in their family. And then they start to realize, wait a minute, this word that I'm saying actually has a lot mm-hmm. of negative connotation for 90 percent of the people who are responsible for making me who I am. Maybe it is really a situation of somebody unlearning the bullshit. Yes. That they've had to deal with because we're really looking at somebody who's like, wait a minute, I'm using this word. Mm-hmm. 
I'm clearly on video. Mm-hmm. We talking about Will Smith was a mentor. Mm-hmm. Usher yep. was a mentor. Mm-hmm. The man's best friend is Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. They having a situation. I think he's really having a situation of going, wait a minute. I really may have fucked up yeah. here. And when he made that um, jo- the racist joke, um, TMZ at least was reporting that there was actually a black person in the room, which I don't have no wow. idea if that black person called him out or not. Um, but that so so. I get the Canadian thing and I'm like, yes, he's not American, but I think um, when you talk about, when you're talking about killing black people and then there's one Mm. lonely N word. So like that, that is not okay. And like whether, no matter what culture you're from, you should be able to realize that that's okay. But again, I'm still very much, an in agreement that something that someone does when they're a teenager, we are not holding them hundred percent accountable for say, that yes. into their early twenties. And that's the thing where, so ultimately where I sit with this issue is I actually feel like Justin should be commended for starting this campaign, that's which to be clear, it's it stand mm-hmm. against racism. He posted it on Instagram. He has 122 million Instagram followers. All mm-hmm. So think girls. about that. 122 million Instagram followers worldwide. Yeah. So he is broadcasting and getting this message out to people. And he's saying, and he's taking ownership for the things that he's done and the things he's that no, he said. no T.I., yeah, yeah. He coming back no to T. that I. conversation, yeah. right. he's that's no acknowledgement of wrongdoing, absolutely, and what you've learned from. He it. knows, so he's saying, when I was young, I was uneducated and found myself saying really hurtful things, not knowing the power of my words. Racism is still very prevalent, mm-hmm. and I want to use my voice to remind we are all human being yeah. and all of equal value Ooh, before that's God. A little judgment so, over I mean, there by yeah. his grammatical I mean, as errors. A, as a journalism, as a journalist, you would say sick where there are mistakes that are made, but it's fine. So oh. that's the thing. So ultimately I say, like, I, I, I still have thoughts about the things that he said in the past to a point that you made earlier, Ron, when I was doing my research, one of the first sections of Justin Bieber's Wikipedia mm-hmm. says that his, so when Scooter like became aware of him and reached out to his mother, his mother was reticent in letting him go. Mm. And the reason that she was reticent in letting him go reticent. to the States to meet with reticent. this person was because Scooter Braun is Jewish. Yep. And the thing that she apparently was thinking was, oh, should I let my son go with this Jewish man? I would really love it if there were a Christian representative and a Christian label who was oh. interested in my son and not a I Jew. I told you that he loved God. So that, I think, where he was getting this from is the home. Is home. Learn so behavior. So fuck her. I'm not going to say it. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> what about her? His dad's a little messy. Too, His dad though. wasn't around. His dad was absent, and you yeah. got a mom who got this skewed view. Yes. I really do yes. think it is a situation in which you go, and wait a minute. old enough to yes. know. And she is old enough yeah. to know. I mean, like, but she's not that old because she's only 20 years older than him or like 15 years older so than she him. Like so she, she my age. She's like, yeah, exactly. She's in her like late 30s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Or like well, maybe 40. Quiet as a cat. She got health insurance, <laughs> so she mm. better go get her head But that's out. the thing. This is where this comes from. It's a perfect example of these things, I think, and this is my opinion. We don't know for sure, but yeah. just like putting the pieces together, yeah. it's learned behavior. And to your point, I think he's unlearning this behavior and he's gotten to a point where he's like, 
holy shit, I have this massive platform. So mm. I cannot be mad at him for wanting to use his platform for good because there's a ton of bitches out here who are using their platform for their own designs. Mm. There's nothing. So, well, but, but well, now thinking about it, when y'all say that, you know, he's trying to, and what you said earlier about uh, him trying to trademark adjacent marketing, it starts to be like, okay, well, wait a second. Is this because he's like, wait, well, I've said these things and I don't want them to resurface. Mm-hmm. But still, he, I, I ultimately feel like he's using his platform to spread a message even if it's ultimately a little good, opportunistic, as we said before, or self-serving, it is a good message for him to be spreading to his followers. It's a beautiful message for him. Yeah. And it's also a beautiful message for him to be able to acknowledge to his team. Because yes. everybody who's involved on his mm-hmm. team, from the writers to the producers to the people he collaborates with, are black people. Mm-hmm. They are. That's the crazy you part know, of this. So it's... I, <laughs> I, I, mean, I feel I like hope. we need to watch it with a skeptical eye. Yes. I, okay, listen. <laughs> I agree. I always look with skepticism. Mm-hmm. Listen, yes, I agree. Um, yeah. We might be under review <laughs> until the next time. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of a review, we're going to go into shuffle and repeat because we got some music teas Ooh, come on, music. to talk through. So first and foremost is the goddess of which known, hmm. Tiana Taylor. Yes, ma'am. So she has a new song called We Got Love. Goddess. I have some thoughts. Oh, I live. I love Tiana. I, I feel live like, for I Tiana. Feel like she no, has, I feel like she is starting to become the artist that she wants to be. Absolutely. Well, that's good. And I want to celebrate that. However, the song We Got Love was supposed to be on Keeping the Same Energy. Oh, but I knew it. there was some clearance I issues. I knew it when I heard it. Because that's where wine back. So she was supposed to do a re, a re, um, release, of release of the album. As like a deluxe? As a deluxe. Songs? Yes. Because okay. most of her shit couldn't get cleared for that album. And this was Which the song. Which is why it was so short. No. Yes. This was a song that was going to be a part of Please, this Kanye. release. Yes. So Kanye. It was truncated. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> so this song, We Got Love, was released. Um, and it actually, full full story is um, Kanye perf- went on to perform this song on Saturday, Saturday Night Live with Tiana Taylor. And they even filmed a video for this song outside mm-hmm. the TMZ offices in LA. I'm confused. Uh, they this performed was, it where he was rapping on it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she this was, was a okay. rough edit. It was supposed to be on his album, Yandi. Okay. The one um, he did before he, he got did. saved. Yes. yes. The one that never And came out. then they were like, oh, well, let's take me off and let's put this on your album. Well, okay. they couldn't get the sample cleared. And, uh, you know, Kanye loves a good sample. And Tiana was like, they finally got clearance. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to be on her new album called The Album. Which is due in early 2020. Oh, I didn't know she had a new album. She out. has shared new songs, Morning featuring Kalani and How You Want It, which is my shit. That's the jam, money love. Listen, I'm in the minority. Listen, that's nasty. And you know, I'm I love like, a good I nasty can't song. Want her. She's doing but Tiana Taylor, like for me, I, like I really have a hard time listening to anything like new produced by Kanye because I just mm-hmm. feel like Kanye is a very damaged individual and it's hard to hear creative from someone that I know. Is damaged. We're not going to let this man win for losing, though. That's that's <laughs> what it is, though, when it comes to Ye. Here's the shit. When we knew that the man was off of his meds mm-hmm. and he was talking that Trump shit, we was like, yo, this dude off his meds. Mm-hmm. But didn't the man actually was like, yo, here it is. I have some mental shit I'm working out. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe, and, and then this is, I promise I'm going to make it come back to Tiana. No, come on. <laughs> but I honestly yeah. believe, though, that the man really has found something that makes him feel okay with who he is. And if mm-hmm. that's the church, then for a lot of people, that's the church. Okay. So I, so I get it and I get what he's trying to do. And 
we not going to let this man win for losing. If he comes out here talking crazy, we're going to be like, oh, well, I don't like that. He talking yes. crazy. If he comes out here and be like, okay, this is where I am. Well, I think it's a trick. Well, it might be a trick. But it at might. the same time, this man trick is one of the Trick lot of kids. <laughs> and this man is one of the most influential artists of the past decade. I mean, we're talking about somebody from multiple sources. Is one of the arguably one of the greatest producers of all time. For sure, Tiana Taylor should be around somebody like him because Lord knows this woman is so talented, but she can't win for losing either. She is very she, talented. She can't. She has a body. I agree. That that no, like but beyond the body, she's very. She is talented. Like she because she's I, not a singer. And singer. I want to say that she was billed as a rapper. When she, she was, first she came was with out. Pharrell, yeah. yeah, she was with Pharrell. She had her Sweet Sixteen or whatever, mm-hmm. which is where I first saw her. Um, but so, as far as the song is concerned, it's a hot record. I mean, it's produ- it's produced by Kanye, which I have feelings because Kanye, in my opinion, is still canceled, and he will be Ooh. until he comes into a light that is not the light that he is shining in and Ooh. basking in right now. Like um, time, but I would say that, so when I listened to it, when we were listening to it. I was like, oh, this that sounds like a Kanye track. And mm-hmm. then Jay looked it up. He's like, oh, it's a Kanye track. I was like, oh, so now. Well, no, it's Kanye was like, listed like third. So oh, was he? he was, so there he were two other first. people for production. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, I would say. I I admire the song because she is doing kind of like the sing rap thing. It's, mm-hmm. She's not really singing in the song. It's like a Beyonce sing rap moment. Right. And I would say that I love the, I don't know if you two have seen the actual art. So like the oh, art. Oh, the art when she's giving you Nefertiti with she a black top. And a it's like girl. Nefertiti slash um, Grace, Grace Jones. Jones. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. We are here for that. Yes, exactly. Strong J. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was feeling when I saw it. And I said, you know what? I'm into this. Yes. Um, as far as the song is concerned, I probably won't listen to it because I'm really not I supporting Kanye room. right now. I put it on my and I get what you're saying about yeah. Kanye kind of like being damned if he does or Good. damned if he doesn't. But I do feel like Kanye is starting to move into a space of wanting to evangelize that makes me extremely uncomfortable because he is not an authority in that space. But here's yeah. the thing, and I know we are getting so sidetracked, <laughs> but like with that, um, so I mean, don't don't hate on me. No, no, I would love never. Kanye. We I fucking love Kanye. <laughs> yeah, we. I and like I Kanye think, too. But Kanye people, is music is a ministry. Talent. Yeah, you that's know? true. And you know, I watched an interview with Kim, and she was like, "No, when he started this thing at a Sunday service, mm-hmm. it really wasn't for anybody else. He was really just getting people together in a room mm-hmm. so that he could be able to heal himself. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever music comes out of." A black man mm-hmm. with mental health issues learning how to self-soothe. Mm-hmm. I will watch it with a skeptical eye because, brother, if you come over here okay. talking about you got a tax-free yes. uh, situation, yes, exactly. then I want to look at then that. Then we have a problem. But <laughs> I, I still am going to, a, a little piece of me is still going to look at that and go, okay, you know what? If you are producing music for other artists and you still want to help people get on and mm-hmm. it's the music that's helping you move through, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it with a skeptical eye, mm-hmm. but, but I'm, I'm not going to throw I'm it a, away quite yeah. yet. And We Got Love, when I listen to that joint, look, yeah. it's been my morning song. I like I'm here for it. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm here for it. But I still have I a problem. It. But I still have a problem with him because I feel like um, when someone like him 
because let's be honest, the ego rules Kanye. Oh, come on now. So I feel like when someone like him realizes that something that they may have started and like the genesis of this was mm. for me, but now other people like it too, it can be distorted and corrupted to a point where it's mm. no longer what it Pure. was supposed to be initially. So that's my worry with him, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, when he goes to Joel Osteen's church and says, oh, yeah, because, you know, I'm the greatest artist that ever lived. And it's like, boo. Boo-boo. <laughs> that's not what this is about. Boo-boo. Are you it's aware that Beyonce that? is alive and still making music? <laughs> boo So that's the only thing. So like, I can kind of see both sides of it because I'm like, he is, and I'm not going to take it away from Kanye. He is... A, an immense and talent. this track is just a reminder Tiana having Tiana sing over like a really heavy yes. production like live instrument what song were we listened to the other day I was like oh my god I just want Kanye to be Kanye again yeah <laughs> Kanye I'm here for it and I think that like I feel like I'm because KTSE on God uh, was, it was her you know best what? body it was her best work. body of work I'm not going to front on that it was good yeah cause hold on it was yeah, good yeah I just feel like it could have been longer and even work that pussy which you mentioned earlier where at first I was like oh my god I'm clutching pearls and, and then like, you be in the I'm house working pearls, your pussy but my ass is shaking so I mean I don't and know and you was working that. your pussy in the house speaking <laughs> of working pussy what else we got Lucky Day came yes. out with a new song called Fly so Lucky Day is Lucky Day. giving us whole moments right now because he is Nominated for multiple Grammys, um, yeah, and four. this new song called "Fly" came out. It is with um, someone that I not, not, you know, I have I I have challenges with. Oh, who? I didn't even look. Mark at that Ronson part. is oh, the producer. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah. it makes sense. I have challenges with that. I that feel like it sense. definitely. But the track. Talk let's about just, a let's cultural just start, Let's just start on the track. So this oh. track is giving me very Prince vibes. It's very it's 80s. very eighties. Mm-hmm. Very Prince. Very moments mm-hmm. where there's like this electro sound, mm-hmm. and then like the thud of the drums. Like it definitely has this rhythm of. It feels very Prince. It just feels it like that. It feels very that. Mm-hmm. And. Mark Ronson is heavily influenced by, you know, artists of which are not him. So I... <laughs> okay, now see, I didn't know that people really wasn't checking for Mark Ronson like that. Mark Ronson, like, to me, I feel like, I think if you want to know what kind of person Mark Ronson is, is Amy Winehouse. Oh, we know, yeah. And I feel like people give him a lot of credit for the sound of Amy Winehouse when Mark Ronson wasn't alive when the sound of Amy Winehouse was created. Right. And coming back to our thing, quiet as it's kept loud as it's sung, boom. Salam Remy is who gave oh, Amy boom. that sound. Salam, Salam Remy. You know Salam Remy is You know what? I'm here for See? We gotta have you back. But this song this song is pop R&B jam out 80s session. It actually is um, a part of which I didn't realize, child, a forthcoming movie called Spies in Disguise. I said that to you, dear. Bitch, I didn't know it was coming out, though. I said it's Christmas the Will Day. Smith movie. Will Smith. It's an anime um, movie. Rashida Damn, Jones. Will Smith at work, ain't he? <laughs> yes. Listen, that's why he wasn't at the Red Table Talk. <laughs> Hello, Mom. He was on set. So, <laughs> you know, and it's also a soundtrack EP. Oh, that's mm. weird. Which and Little John's gonna be on it, and oh, that's really and weird. Mark Ronson produced that song, so we'll see what that the sounds movie, like. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. It's fine. So ultimately, <laughs> I think the the track Rocky, Lucky Day. I like Lucky Day. We mm-hmm. saw him live when he was here. You know, we we he was really good live, great show. really good live. I think that he's from New Orleans, like. Yeah. Really great production, really great sounding voice. Yeah. You know, and I think this was just a really it was an he this was a good sound for him mm-hmm. and it felt like on brand but also a departure from what his album was painted. And Ron, what did it, you think? I feel like it was somebody doing what they needed to do. 
Oh, I oh, feel like yes. it was really somebody doing what they needed to do. Yes. This is Mark Ronson mm-hmm. trying to get back to his uptown funks, trying mm-hmm. to get something mm-hmm. on a Hot 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's For perfectly sure. perfected and perfectly crafted pop music. Uh-huh. It totally is. With an artist that we don't necessarily. Correct. I mean, I know who Lucky Day is because I'm a music head. I'm right. Yes. But maybe right. we don't all really know uh-huh. who this is. Uh-huh. And maybe we're. Good job on whoever orchestrated this. And, For sure. Good and job to your exactly A&R. what I felt like when I listened to it because we um, we listened to it for, for the first time like in the car like maybe two or three uh-huh. days ago. And I was like, I was like, wait a second. First what of all, this? this is a departure for him. Mm-hmm. He, this does not sound like anything he's on ever paint. done. Like no. Lucky Day. Yeah. It's, it's not like entrenched in R&B, which is what his sound Correct. is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I thought about it, I was like, well, he was just recently nominated for four Grammy Awards. Mm-hmm. So that's already going to bring a new audience to him. For God sure. willing, please let him perform because yes. you know, they be shady with who they want to perform. Yeah, we done on um, the Grammys. But I'm like, so this, if this movie hits, if it's a huge hit, this also introduces him to yet another audience mm-hmm. that's not necessarily checking for him. Mm-hmm. And just at the right time, right before the Grammys, which are going to happen at the end of January. Intention. So kudos to Ron's point to his team, because somebody put this together right at the right time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of someone who's coming, not so much at the right time. She Girl. just keeps on coming. And I'd be like, bitch, fall back, please. No one's checking for you. I Although some people her. are. I don't, I want, don't her want her. Either. What did I say this week? I said, she's <laughs> I like know, an Honor Palmer. She's not iced tea and she's not lemonade. <laughs> oh. And mm. then I was like, but wait, but who is this person? Palmer is both. So it's Camila Cabello. I don't want her. She released I, I an album. Normani. Fuck a Normani. I want a Normani album. Period. I would love a Normani album, but and that's a whole other thing where Normani's not even getting what she should be. She's not no. getting her. But then Camila Cabella. She's not getting her flowers right no, now. No, but Camila Cabella already. likes to come out with a whole ass, long <laughs> yes. ass, 20 out al- 20 track album. So they called Romance. called Romance. And here's my problem with Camila Cabello. Come on and preach. And my problem with Camila Cabello is she reminds me of someone who's playing at something something yes so it's like you i told you what i thought you she has a voice i'm not gonna take anything away from the voice that she, she her has, voice gives me very sia but she still has a voice and so i get that but all of the rest of it all the other trappings that come with being a pop star she doesn't have it it's like she's playing dress she doesn't up. have x factor and for me it's just about funny as con- enough it's just about as convincing as her relationship with sean mendez because baby <laughs> that nigga gay the nine guys fucking ten guys <laughs> yes. okay period come on wait, 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 wait did either of you see what? the meme that was going around around because you know the memes that were i'm gonna tell my kid oh it was will and grace it was like i'm gonna tell yeah. my kids this is will and grace i said you know what dead but you know what this album <laughs> the internet so, remains undefeated it is so this album to me i felt like it was a body of work that um is again on honor palmer like we don't know if it's iced yes. tea we don't know if it's lemonade we don't know we don't what, know it what is. to make of it because she would lean into this urban sound with the baby the the one song y-o-y or some shit my oh my my oh my and then she has this like or this like pop ballad that feels very um taylor swift so you've had this problem with her for a while where you felt like she i just leans feel like she her leans into her ethnicity when it's convenient it, for yeah, her and to yes. me i don't need an artist that is giving me me versions of herself to find a hit and this is exactly what this album was she did not have a hit before going into this senorita is the only one senorita wasn't even his her, song but bitch it wasn't even her song it was her, her little girlfriend song that, yeah. her home they went, girl they went to our place here on the hill <laughs> or, or, and said oh or, let's do the song or boyfriend Shawn Mendes. and then here they are you know her sister she gave us a boy's <laughs> mind moment 
And she said, I'm going to be Monica. You could be Brandy. <laughs> you know what? And I'm going to put us on my album because then I have a number one. We're not going to do this. Yes. <laughs> and this album to me, I just feel like it was, I literally, I literally tried to listen to it yeah. multiple times. And there were multiple moments where I skipped the song <laughs> within 30 seconds. It feels like an album in which the record company mm. one okay so i'm not going to do too much but i will say this it feels like an album in which the record company had too many hands on mm. well if you have this right. then you need this one to balance need all it out. the right ingredients yes okay we want something that goes to urban we want it felt like goes pumpkin to pie, pie yes. not sweet <laughs> potato all, pie sweet potato it, pie ooh, and nobody wants a pumpkin pie. i know no, i don't want a fucking pumpkin i know i don't pie. it's Keep all over shit. the place the and record i'm gonna call is too ca- much I'm, I'm, I'm a caucasian at the table Listen, and i don't even like that shit. karen can keep her pumpkin pie karen and her pumpkin pie can have this out Album as whatever they want to do with it because 20 songs of nothing is what you've given us. Yes. <laughs> so I would respectfully dis- disagree um, just with Ron with his oh. statement about it being nothing. Just to say that there oh. were a couple of songs that no, I'm like, I don't you know do what? couples. You know what? Uh-huh. My Oh My, which you mentioned, is actually one where when I that. listened to it, I was like, you know what? If this were someone else, I would like it. So let me give her the benefit of the doubt no. and just listen to this. So real quick, I, I get you. I do got to ask this, though. Yes. <laughs> when we're the way that they are hyping and overliving for her. And I will yes. read is they overliving for they her. They do because yes. she is stiff. Yes. When she is yes. performing, she, she don't is. know. She marks. She does. She marks her yes. moves. She doesn't go full out. She's That's what never I was full out. She no. doesn't have it. She doesn't have the trappings. This was not a body of work. This Agreed. was a collection of mm-hmm. singles Boom. at best, where maybe three of them hit. That I agree with a hundred percent. Like overall, as a project, like they really could have kept it. Um, but My Oh My was one, which is a song mm-hmm. with the baby. And then Living Proof, which is a song that was already out. At first, I was like, what is this shit? And then she goes up into her like her higher register. And I was like, she ain't going to be able to sing that live, which she probably can't. But it's growing on me. So I would say I'm split on this. Where That sounds like you might need to go to the doctor. <laughs> I feel the same way about her. She is still playing at something. But there are a couple of songs that I would listen to. Not I'm me. not necessarily going to put them on a playlist. But like if they come on in the club or wherever, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that song. <laughs> well, speaking of coming on in the club oh my gosh you have no interest in this harry styles <laughs> fuck this nigga period <laughs> and, and wait so so listen oh, excuse listen, me listen 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 <laughs> i am so eager to hear ron's opinion on this because we were so talking harry styles offline. has a new song called adore you yes, I, I where he decided to <laughs> release an album coming out that i feel as though what's his name the tyler mm. the creator he is giving us white man tyler the creator <laughs> tees with his throwback suops and this song is trash Hello. so the album is called fine line i don't know and i'm out. not gonna mm. listen to anyone's fine i'm tired what i say mm. in the car i said i'm tired of all these one direction people going the same direction they all release music like on like on friday <laughs> so what's your harry styles moment because yeah, I, I don't give this. a fuck about this before we get any further yes please so this is what harry styles has given me oh okay. come on harry styles has given me you realize that when frank came out Mm-hmm. We fucked with Frank yes, we because did. we love Frank. Mm-hmm. When Tyler even came out mm-hmm. and did what he needed to do, we fucked with Tyler. We did. We did. Harry Styles, I feel like you are doing the. Harry Styles is to the gay community mm. as Kanye West is to the gospel Ooh. community. <laughs> I have to really watch this and really yes. figure out what you're trying to do because <laughs> it seems like a grab for the gay dollar uh-huh. without you really coming out and being for the people. Unless okay. I see a fucking film with you sucking dick and <laughs> swallowing the cum, I don't believe it. Listen. The lyrics, <laughs> rainbow tint, strawberry this. You got a video with you kind of grabbing men's, but not. 
you're really giving it me is rumored that he's a straddling fine a line. Yeah, it is rumored that he he does dip a low and bring it up slow Look, for the D. And okay. if you are, then shout out to that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that because okay. you know what? I am always here for any representation mm-hmm. of gay people out here mm-hmm. or queer people in yes, general queer, doing yes. what we, we need to do. Mm-hmm. But this right here feels like a money a grab. Mm-hmm. And this feels like a reach. And it feels like a reach without really being able to reach. It feels like a reach that's where you're going to come back and Billy D. Williams me and be like, I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> okay, come on. And that's what you're giving me, Harry Styles. Yes. I'm not here for I'm, it. You know what? I, I don't adore this song. So, and I don't like the song. Yeah, so Adore You for me um, is actually probably the least interesting of the songs he's released because this is the third song he's released. Um and lights up was the first one, which is what Ron's referring to when he says, you know, grabbing on men, but not really because there was a video that was released for that particular Mm -hmm. track. Um, and then he released a second song, was called Watermelon Sugar, um, which I actually like that song, and I like both of those songs better than. But you like pop more than I do. I do. You know, I I do. Every Friday, I go right to R and B. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't do it. has its place. It does. And Adore You also feels 80s, but like in a kind of like soft rock sort of way, which is kind of the lane that he's in anyway. It's interesting, Ron, to hear you say that about him because I don't really follow him and I don't know what his persona was when he was in the group or even Mm -hmm. when his first album came out as far as like, you know. Yeah, the first album? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I this didn't know. This second. Oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> so I don't know like what how he was presenting himself besides him being this kind of like fashionista because that's always been his thing since he yeah. left the group. He's one of the girls. Always since the group broke up. But that's interesting to think like okay because the way that I feel about him, you know, just knowing what I know about him, which isn't that much, is that there's a a, a an authenticity that he has, which is the kind of thing that Camilla lacks. Mm. Where I feel like I get sex appeal from him that's oozing from every pore, which is weird for me because I am not into twinks, and that's like kind of like the lane. That I mean, I am going in. in. No. Where I'm like, do I? Like he's not. Twinks? He's not giving I'm me. Jay- I'm not getting a Jason Derulo <laughs> off of him. No, ma'am. He's just giving me. Ve- it feels so calculated. Okay, it so. Does. It feels like a lack of authenticity to you. Kind I just of the feel way like I feel about. Of, I feel like all the One Directions are going doing the same thing, leaning into oh, R and B pop. Yeah, did you see the one mm-hmm. who was on Instagram? Fine. No. Oh, uh, Liam Payne. Yes, with just his I'm penis not. covered. Mm. Mm. No, ma'am. No. So no. ultimately, <laughs> now song, that I was kind of here for. <laughs> Jay, song, Jay doesn't know about. I this. don't know her. <laughs> this song is recycled, reused, and repurposed, and we don't adore it. And we don't adore. I it. don't adore it. Either, so, actually, babe, we gonna slide into what had happened. Was what is your what had happened okay, story this so, week? <laughs> yes, moving on. So, first of all. Um, I have to share the picture because with this particular story, mm-hmm. there is an epic mugshot that was going around. So essentially, there was a seasonal UPS employee by the name of Emmanuel Lamont Reagan Come Jr. On. who was charged with third degree theft, which is a felony because he was stealing UPS packages. Uh-uh. <laughs> and I'll pass this um, mugshot around the table Ooh. because, bitch, you Ooh. cannot Ooh. tell me his scalp was not greased. These broken <laughs> The, I'm telling you, his he scalp was not greased. From the his scalp was not greased. Okay, he looks mighty uh, annoyed. It looks dry. He had to be sleeping. Um, okay, yeah. hair all he over his aroused. head. Okay, he is a black man, which made me sad. But then when I saw 
saw the mugshot, it made me laugh. So according to the Miami-Dade Police Department, he was hired as a seasonal worker to help a full-time driver unload packages. So this week, he helped unload approximately 5,500 packages. So kudos to our UPS drivers out here because I didn't know y'all were moving this um, kind of product. Yeah, that's a lot. In a week. Um, So um, again, this was in Northeast Miami-Dade. So while the other UPS employees were not looking, Reagan grabbed several boxes and hid them by a dumpster, police said. Inside the boxes were two Amazon Kindles, an Apple iPad, and a Microsoft Surface Pro. The merchandise was valued at $1,800, according to police. So he did this successfully, and then apparently he was going to do it again with about $1,000 worth of merchandise, but they actually caught on to him. And when he went to retrieve the second mm. um, you know, set of packages that he set aside, the police were waiting for him, and he fled. Wow, good so, girl. So that's why his hair was like that? No. Why? Well, maybe. It must have been. It had to be in a ponytail, and then he lost the band. Like, it had to. I mean, he had inches. And yes, these are the real long. questions that his we need answers to. Because you know what? A Kindle? Like, what you going to do with a Kindle? <laughs> He's going to sell it. Oh, well, you know okay. that life, the booster life. I was oh, going to say this. I know this. that life, I bitch. I know say... nobody's booster. Oh, no, I'm not okay, saying that bitch. you're a part of it. You but shady you... I have purchased boosted goods. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for that, too. Okay. Yeah, for those of you who don't know. For the boosters that's listening, this is not yes. a black eye to you. <laughs> please come around here. Please uh, let us know what you have to sell <laughs> and barter. For a discount. And mm-hmm. if you don't know, please just Google it. Yeah, Google yes. it. I'm. You know what? I mean, I don't know. That's just uh, that image was horrible. I but, feel bad. But, but we'll, we'll share the image. But you're a seasonal employee, and it's like, do they hire on the seasonal people as like, full time? So like, why are you squandering your opportunity to have a full time job stealing merchandise? I would like to just say this real quick. <laughs> it's a hustle. Yes, for anybody who was listening, this is not an admission of guilt. <laughs> Yes. Or uh, <laughs> statements that you can use because I do not know firsthand. Yes. However, <laughs> I, I, I may be aware of a few people who take on this seasonal gig <laughs> yes. because Listen. they are running a jerk and have told people, it's look, a hustle. it's a hustle. You tell the boosters gig. with the number, yo, order these few things, send mm-hmm. these things to the house. I'm going to collect these Boom. things by the house and we going to run it. Again, I don't know firsthand about these things. <laughs> it's all tangent. You read a good article. The Holy Spirit has put me, this on my heart. <laughs> yeah. But I think this might have been one of those situations. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. This well, is you know an what? operation. Tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> it you is. Um, but moving on to a fucking Grinch for the season. Apparently, a substitute teacher in Utah told her students that homosexuality is wrong. So just a few days before Thanksgiving, um, this fifth grade, um, again, she was, she was actually a substitute teacher. It doesn't go into that kind of detail. Mm. It's in Utah, um, so I'd have to assume. Yes, yeah. but when one of the students replied that he was grateful, because again, it was Thanksgiving season, mm-hmm. he was finally being adopted by his two dads, the substitute teacher interjected. Mm-hmm. Why on earth would you be happy about oh, that? She why asked. on earth would you be a part-time bitch that ain't got a full-time job? <laughs> mm. Then, as the Utah Elementary School class looked on, she launched into a 
what is being described as 10-minute lecture. I'm going to call it a diatribe and not a lecture. So a 10-minute diatribe about the sins of homosexuality. She refused to stop until three girls summoned the principal. Oh, summoned. So, like, not Mm. only was she going on this rant, but, like, the students had to actually literally go and get someone Mm -mm. to get her to stop her bullshit. (laughs) And and can I just, for clarification, these are students in the fifth grade. Students Mm. in the fifth grade grade and so this un- uh, she hasn't been identified lucky for her but she's been fired over her words yeah, um, which should. were actually I mean, she de- was a substitute so I mean yeah. she already been fired yeah but I mean but the, the, her words were detailed in a video shared mm-hmm. on social media by one of the boys fathers which funny enough is Dancing with the Stars alumnus Louis Van Amstel Oh. So Louis, so this is, Louis is how people usually talk about him. So this him. is a school of I money. knew his face when I saw it. Exactly. Mm. So she's now lost her job and the staffing company that employed her said in an email statement that it had made the decision to end the employee's relationship Good. with Kelly Services, which is the company. Mm-hmm. After conducting an investigation. I mean, could you fucking imagine sending your kids to school and then they come home and tell you that like the substitute teacher told them that like homosexuality is wrong? Mm. You as a grown up <laughs> You as an adult right. should never be in a situation to where you are coming at a child and a family. Mm. Hello. Period. I Hello. don't care how to wait, how you want to dress it. You wrong. You exactly. just dead They're ass wrong. wrong. And yep. ultimately, at the end of the day, you're a fucking substitute teacher. So you don't have a full-time <laughs> job. You are on call. Come back to that, sis. Come you back. are on call. So you're not going to be called. You're not going like, to this is not your. This is not. This is not your class. This is not your subject. This so is, of which you should be right. silent as a whole ass Sally. It's like, bitch, you a guest here. Okay? <laughs> you are literally a guest. You brought the napkins. Mm. You didn't bring the protein mm. bill. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay, so that, my friends, is what happened. Was Ray? What is your word of the week? Because I know right. you always, you hold always on, hold got on, them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, baby. <laughs> Wasn't there another what happened? Was that it? Oh, oh my oh, god! Yeah. Oh my god! Because oh, this one, I was. Oh shit! Okay, so thank call. you. I just didn't even look down. for actual. Come on, keeping that. us honest. You're a guest here, but in a fabulous way. Yeah. Um. So we do have an update on that. So we have not really been intimately. Um following on the pod what's been going on with the mm-hmm. 2020 election with the democrats obviously we're both um we identify as democrats so that's why what we'll talk about lots mostly. of going on too many people in, the, in right. the race and people have dropped out but we've had our first what we consider to be um like a major person yeah. who is um, dropping out of the race and that's kamala harris which um she really started out on very strong footing she did um you know she <laughs> stepped out with like twenty thousand, i think on her first the, fir- the first but mm-hmm. she also had well her first debate was really solid but she also would have been met with my, much debate about oh no her for sure for sure as yeah. an individual for sure but yeah. she after that first actual democratic debate where she called biden out um and kind of called him to task that's where she saw a, a surge in her yeah. um candidacy she shouldn't have been at liberty to call anybody <laughs> to task ever Less, mm. but she squandered that at some point and now she has dropped out um to um both Jay and Ron's point um, she has not been without her controversy because Mm -hmm. she essentially is what a lot of people refer to as a cop Mm -hmm. um, because she was a prosecutor Um, so it's just very interesting kind of to see her flame out in this way because but I, I honestly thought that I honestly thought she would have lasted longer in the race than this at least until like we started with the caucuses and she's yeah. dropping out before the caucuses even started 
Can I just give yeah, yeah, sir, uh, Come on. Can, <laughs> you don't have to ask. Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you, family. Thank you for letting me. Because when it comes to her, yes, I'm not even mad at her doing her job as a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. What I am upset about and why it was never going to happen for mm-hmm. her, at least for me, is you are a woman who sold out mm-hmm. her own people. And not only did you sell out your own people, because of who your husband was, mm-hmm. you also turned a blind eye to situations in which you could have. So, do we know who Ed Buck is? We've mm-hmm. talked about yes. Ed Buck okay. on the pod, yeah. Which is a whole, yes. Which is this whole thing. Yeah. Do you know that Kamala Harris had the opportunity mm-hmm. to get into Ed Buck's ass, either through pressing charges or persecuted, whatever? You know, look, we done had a bevy, so I, I, I can't. <laughs> yes. But she had an opportunity when the first victim yeah. happened. And yeah. she didn't. And she did not. I actually press just realized that this week because someone mentioned it after she dropped out of the race. Yeah. And I saw someone post about that where they were like, because Ed Buck finally seems like he's going to be brought to justice. I hopefully. hope. Um, um, and yeah. we talked about this where he was literally luring um, LGBT black men mm-hmm. into his home shooting them them up with methamphetamines Mm -hmm. and just like doing all this like weird depraved shit with them and And she had an opportunity two is it two or three i don't even know now we're at three we're at three multiple when she had the opportunity it was after the first it was one where she still received funds yeah from his donorship Mm. oh shit i didn't know that either yeah that is for me noble. Yeah, because yeah. he was a huge Democratic donor, huge donor. Wow! And it wasn't only that you know that she had um, falsified evidence that yeah. yes. was responsible for putting a lot of minorities in jail. Wow. Once it came to the point to where you had unadulterated, unquestionable evidence that could have put somebody else who did not look like the people that you are, mm-hmm. okay, in jail, mm-hmm. and you didn't because they did what? Give you some money. Sis, it was never for me, for you. (laughs) Yeah, I had heard a lot of arguments before about her, and I have to say that um, I'm glad you're bringing these things up because these are things that I wasn't necessarily aware of Mm -hmm. in her history that really kind of made me rethink, you know, her candidacy um, from a very critical lens because it's like, you know, I get it that, you know, people, especially when you're a politician, Mm -hmm. um, which essentially, um, you know, DAs and and prosecutors, they are. Um, I, I get that you have to make certain um, deals and you will and you Absolutely. deal and, and you make certain choices um, that ultimately are going to benefit you because you want to continue to be elected. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is unconscionable. Yeah. And, you know, unconscionable. you know, I wouldn't want to go so far as to say that, like, you know, she has blood on her hands because of these two other men who well, ended up getting killed. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, if you think that she had the chance to do something with Ed Buck after there was just one victim, you have to look at it and say, well, damn, sis, I wish you had done more mm. because now we've lost two more lives that did not necessarily have to be lost because nothing was done the first time. On the heels yeah. of all of your previous yes. fuckery. <laughs> I, I also wonder, like, on with top her of exit, everything else, <laughs> I also wonder if her exit was intentional. And I think mm. I believe it was just yeah. with like the trial for impeachment and her. I think she will be a role in which will be used um for well yeah because she'll Trump be there moment. she'll be able to be back i mean they're all gonna have to come back which is a whole other thing where yeah. anyone who's a senator um who's on the campaign trail is gonna literally have to come back for the trial for yeah. the impeachment which is a whole other thing but 
I, and I said something similar on mm-hmm. um, social media about, you know, now she'll be a star of this trial. But apparently the trial is different in the Senate where they're quiet and they oh. don't like ask questions or anything. Oh. So I don't know. I, we'll see. It, I, I think everything happens for a reason. It's and true. it wasn't her time. And considering these other things that we've been talking about, maybe she'll never have a time. No, true. <laughs> I feel about her the way I feel about Hillary. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Do I think it's time for a woman to be president? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Would I have loved nothing more after then, this fuckery uh-huh. that we've had for yes. a black woman yes. to come in yes. there and do Boom. it? Yes. Oh, I would have lived. <laughs> Me too. But do I want it to be it you? No. 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 <laughs> Give us Maxine. And okay, that's and, yes, but, and that's auntie. a good point that you make where it's like, you know, yes, we think it's time for uh, you know, a woman to be president, but it needs to be the right woman. Yeah. And, you know, clearly Unfortunately, Kamala was not the right woman. But make no mistake. <laughs> make no mistake. Yeah. Even in all this that I'm saying. Uh-huh. And I hate this finna be down and recorded audio. <laughs> if it would have came down to her, I would I would have yeah. pressed oh, the for button. Sure. Yeah, me for too. Miss sure. Harris. For yes. sure. For sure. Now watch her. <laughs> All right, babe. All right. What's your, what is yes. your word of the week? So we're going to end with the word of the week. The word of the week is a word that I used earlier. It was truncated. I used it um, to describe, um, what's her name? Um, Tiana Taylor's uh-huh. album. So truncated. Spell that. <laughs> T is in Tom, R, U, N is in Nancy, C is in Cat, A is in Apple, T is in Tom, E is in Edward, D is in David. And it means cut short. So I will use it in a new sentence, which is um, Kamala Harris's candidacy for president was cut short by fuckery from her record in the past. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I would say that. Um, what's his name? Who? Um, Jason Derulo's uh, erection was. What's the call? Truncated. Truncated <laughs> by Photoshop. <laughs> that is an incorrect usage, but it's fine. <laughs> My interest in Camila Cabello as a whole is yes. truncated due to the fact that she has no talent, is boring, yes. and I just yes. don't see it for Come her. On. So kudos to Ron for being the first guest ever to participate in yes. the final word and have his own sentence. Bitch, you better work. Okay. Yes. No. This Here has been it. amazing. Ron, yes. we have got to have you back. I would for love sure. to come You know back. what would be amazing if we had oh, we'll talk about this the into the mic. universe. Oh, okay. So Ron, <laughs> tell our listeners where they can find you which, and what you have coming up that they can come support you at. Absolutely. Um, you can find me and all of the wonderful people that I work with um, via our social media networks. Search for us at the Purple Lemonade, excuse me, at Purple Lemonade on IG yes. um, and PurpleLemonade.com yes. for our website. Um, we have a really big announcement and I'm so excited because uh, I get to yes. share it with you first. Yes. Um, the PL will be entering a residency with Northwest Film Forum in uh, 2020, yes. uh, which amazing. will be bringing you quarterly performances, uh, the yes. first of which You're will be. February 28th at uh, yes. Fred Wildlife Refuge. Oh, so, so I amazing. love that. Just, listen, let me just tell you, Purple Lemonade turns the party, okay, every time. We love it. I, I mean. Was, I really wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to have Ron, he doesn't know, but I wanted to have him do like a dance routine for my birthday, but uh-huh. I just didn't have time to like put that together. Yeah. Now you should have asked time. me that. We would have made time. it happen for next you. Time. Next time. But next time. <laughs> but also, if you ever in these Seattle streets and you want to get your entire life, Ron also 
also teaches classes around the city. Yes. Of yes. which we need to take our happy asses to the Heels Dance. It's on Tuesdays. Uh, come see me every Wednesday night. Wednesday. 8 yes. o'clock at Velocity for Boom. Open Level Heels. I mean, oh, we yes. teaching the girls how to step in a pump. I'm here okay. for it. I'm here yes. for it, bitch. I might have to get up, it. But you know, I'll try it. <laughs> well, look, Heels <laughs> is the goal, not the requirement. So yeah, we want people okay. to move okay. and live and Listen. just have some beat in their life. Well, we just want to thank you for coming because this was a whole entire mood. It was a moment. It was a vibe. Yes. It, bitch, it was a headline. It was a it subtweet. Was bitch, it was mm. everything. <laughs> and uh, we want to thank everyone listening. And again, follow us on uh, He Said He Said Pod. You can get all your entire lives. Yes. And we are here, queer, and doing the most. We are. So thank you again, Ron. And we will talk to everyone next week. Bye, Felicia. Yes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>